1: teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this.
0: With some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides.
1: Wildlife management tips for your property, especially with turkeys like this.
0: If you look at the type of habitats that turkeys
1: need for nesting and brooding,
0: Thank you for tuning in and now for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast. You are listening to episode number 372, a hunt that was darn near messed up and I am your co-host and the guy who's feeling a little more better
1: oh better and i'm your co-host and the guy who just officially filled the freezer all right
0: smoke you want huh
1: i did not i had a hired gun but oh. i got a deer so
0: <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> even better i didn't have to go full with shooting the thing and dragging it out and i got some meat
0: yeah so what'd your hired gun kill
1: he got him a nice nine point it was a 218 pound deer so that's Big old joker. Very good. And I, I got. I bet I got probably. I weighed it around 50 pounds of just straight meat in the freezer now.
0: Excellent.
1: So, so that's good. All, all kind of stuff: steaks, backstrap, and and a bunch of meat that I'll grind up. But when I package deer, I you know the little chunks and stuff that I know I'm gonna grind. I just cut it into chunks and package it in two pound packages. And then whenever I'm ready to cook it, I'll grind it and cook it the same day. I don't know why it's just how I've always done it. Hmm. Instead of grinding. You know all 20 pounds of it at once.
0: Grinding a bunch of it at one time is pretty rough,
1: yeah. For some reason, it's just easier to grind two pounds and cook it. The grinder's not that hard to clean, so it doesn't take long. Plus, yeah. it grinds really well if it's like 10 frozen,
0: still, yeah. A little frozen, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: just a hair. And anyway, so I'm thrilled because we were we had just run out of deer meat from the same guy austin he he actually has a turkey call company from down in south alabama or north florida he may live in north florida now but he's he's got a, a call company called 18 feathers makes really good diaphragm calls if anybody wants one but he came up here and popped me a nice nine point buck with his rifle he hunted with his bow for a couple of days and then he knew i was on a meat mission so he brought out the old smoke pole (laughs) and finished one off for me
0: fantastic
1: that's good so i don't have to fool with deer hunting this year so i'm excited but
0: oh yeah yeah
1: what go ahead and and tell everybody what you're feeling mo better from
0: well i was just a little under the weather here for the past oh i don't know week or so but you know you can't keep me down i'm i'm backing at it and feeling pretty good i'm about i'd say about 90 percent so that's
1: good yeah that's yeah. Well, that time of year a lot more illness in the world
0: yeah these yeah, days no so doubt. you know
1: not as much vitamin d in the cold weather and it seems like all the kids around here are getting the flu pretty bad so yeah uh, hopefully.
0: i Uh heard that the flu's pretty bad this year
1: well nobody on earth had it last year (laughs) exactly yeah it was non-existent worse this year
0: yeah yeah crazy talk
1: yeah pretty much everything's just going to be worse this year you know let's go brandon
0: yeah you know it seems like if no one had the flu last year then the flu virus would have died off doesn't it
1: yeah but it's back apparently this year it's back so Better so watch out for that.
0: Maybe people really did have it last year. <laughs> dun dun dum.
1: We will literally never know.
0: <laughs> we will never know. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. That,
1: so. We, we got to get past the politics. Turkeys, yep. man. Turkeys.
0: Yep. And here's something cool we're 99 days, 12 Ooh. hours, 38 minutes, and alt seconds away from. Opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama.
1: Golly, did did that just like that just rolled off your tongue? That had to feel good.
0: Ninety nine. Yeah, I mean that's music, music to my ears. That's crazy.
1: Well, we're one hundred six days for me, so that's still very, very well within reach. And if you if you go as far south as possible in the United States, at least the uh, contiguous united states you're only 79 days out yeah so i mean we are very very close turkey season mm-hmm. it if you hadn't started preparing things like kenny mount said in our last episode we did with him if you hadn't started working on stuff you're late to the game man <laughs> yep <laughs> it's it's not it's a foot you, you better be working right now yes we're indeed. we're on it and I know you've booked your room for NWTF convention. I still have to book mine, but we're both planning on being there this year. Yeah, man. Yeah. So and, and I think,
0: three weeks away.
1: Yeah. You got unicoy, three weeks, NWTF and what two months roundabout, a little less. Mm-hmm. So I mean you got something every month after this one ends. And you could, you know, throw Christmas in there, unicoy in January, NWTF in February, Turkey season in March. Doesn't that sound nice?
0: Telling you, man, it's music. It's
1: music. music. Well, what do we have today? Tell you're you. you're going to share a hunt with us? Yeah, I'm
0: going to share a little hunt with you today.
1: Excellent. You know, I love these live hunts to get fired up about turkey season now that we're in double digits from, from being able to hunt them again.
0: Heck yeah, man. Well, yeah, this... this this was a good out-of-state hunt, and it ended up being one that I dang near screwed up. Oof. Yeah.
1: It's always interesting when you can reflect on the hunt and be like, if I had done this or that, it wouldn't yes. have turned out, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, tell I mean, me about it. I'm, I am want to hear the stage set up. B want to hear how you almost screwed it up. And then I want to hear the conclusion to this thing. So why don't you set right. it up for me?
0: Yeah, man. So I've got to actually turn on a couple of layers on Onyx here so that... I can give a little bit more detail.
1: Yeah, Onyx is really expanding their their app lately with the uh, hardwood landscape cover, the agricultural field cover. It's it's getting. I mean, you are gonna be able to know what type of tree he's sitting in over a creek next to what is planted in a field from five hundred miles away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We need to probably get somebody with Onyx back on just to. Yeah, they have
1: so many. Well, hey, maybe we'll run into them at one of these, you know, Unicoi or, or the convention and can chat with them there. Yeah. I think that we usually see them there.
0: Heck yeah. All right, so I've got my layers turned on, got my maps in front of me. So this particular piece of property that we were hunting, we had permission to hunt this farm. And this farm is, oh, about, 310 acres so really good sized farm for the part of the world that we were in hunting. yeah that's a, just a monster you know,
1: piece of ground
0: <laughs> yeah they just don't have you know the landowners just don't have these huge tracts of land anymore in this area. so the farm was separated by or I should say divided by a highway. So highway runs through the farm, There's about 240 acres on one side of the highway, and there's about 70 acres on the other side of the highway. The 70 acres is just a long rectangle. Mm -hmm. And on the front part closest to the highway is a wheat field. Well, across the highway, where the bigger part of the farm is, are several wheat fields. And lucky for us, and I'm choking when I say that, But lucky for us, the day that we got there was the first day of spreading slurry on the fields. So, for those of you who are not familiar with the term slurry, it's basically liquefied cow crap. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah.
1: Time time to hunt the woods.
0: (laughs) This was after spending three days in a part of the world where there's chicken houses oh, on every yeah. single farm that you go to. Yeah. And, mm. and just day after day after day of smelling crap, then you get <laughs> At excited. At least you
1: went from chicken crap to cow crap.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy, but I would much rather smell cow crap than chicken crap. <laughs>
1: You got a a very side-by-side comparison, so that's good. Yes. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to go test your theory personally.
0: Yeah. It was pretty rough, to say the least. So, the worst part about the cow crap that was being spread on this farm is that it was being spread, I'm not going to say manually because they had a truck spreading it, but It was a labor-intensive process so that there were people Mm. in these fields spreading. Well, at least how about making sure that the hoses were set up the way that they need to be so that they were connected to the truck so that the truck didn't run over them while this slurry is being spread. So So
1: essentially just lots of human activity and a foul smell going at the same time
0: lots of human activity and then you have three hunters show up perfect yes so our first day there we got a quick little tour of the farm and saw several toms on this Mm. piece of property so we were encouraged right off the bat and then day one of hunting rolls around and it went downhill pretty quickly from there for us (laughs) <laughs> the, the tom sightings decreased very rapidly, and the stench increased very rapidly. The <laughs> amount of activity on the farm increased, and it just was not looking very favorable for the home team.
1: So the, the two of the three things you wish wouldn't have increased, <laughs> increased.
0: Exactly. Which yeah.
1: may have had a correlation to the decrease of turkeys.
0: It may have, yeah. Yeah. So that 70 acres that is on the opposite side of the highway from the main part of the farm, the first day that we pull up to the farm and we're being driven around and shown that piece of property, we drive over there and there's two toms out in in this wheat field. And the wheat is about chest high on the birds that are out there. So that ends up being the piece of property that i was i'm gonna say stuck with (laughs) even though i you know i wasn't really stuck there but you know it wasn't the easiest piece (laughs) of property to get out of once you got in it because the wheat field and this is probably out of a 70 acre piece of property this is probably a i'd say a 30 acre wheat field so decent sized wheat field. There's just no way out of it. I mean, the wheat fields al- runs along the edge of the road. So it's on the front part of the property. All the woods are on the back part of the property. And if you're going to get to the woods, you have to walk through the wheat field. Well, there's just trees along the property line, but there's nowhere to get in the trees. No way to get in the trees to where you're shielded from anything. So once you get in that 70 acres, you're there. Until you just decide you're not hunting there anymore. And then you, you know, walk out and you're done. But my first morning over there. Well, so I told you we saw two toms the first afternoon. And the next morning, my first morning of hunting over there, I got into that piece of property before daylight and had these two birds gobbling. But they were on the neighbors. They actually had roosted on the neighbor's property. Mm -hmm. So I got... To where that was probably thirty yards from the neighbor's from that property line, and just watch those birds fly down and listen to them gobble over on the neighbor's property for an hour and a half, and then they walk <laughs> into the neighbor's wheat field. And I kept thinking, okay, you know, there's a chance that they'll end up over here on this piece of property, so I just need to hang in here with them and blah blah blah. Well. It didn't work out that way, but at least I knew there were two toms in the area.
1: I think you just perfectly summed up, you know, the majority of turkey hunting. Yeah. Sitting sitting on your land, listening to them job on the neighbors. On the neighbors,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's about a typical spring turkey hunt for me. Yeah.
1: So there's there's a normal turkey hunt, everybody. Anything other than that is an, is a, an outlier.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was just perfectly at home here yeah. on this piece of property
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if you have ten thousand acres that's what it usually happens
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: all right sorry sorry that was just yep.
0: so perfect C- it, continue
1: so you you know you got two in the area at least within earshot yeah two are they the together
0: area. they were that after or that morning the first okay. morning of my hunt yes they hung out together for a while and i don't think so by the time they stopped gobbling which is when the neighbor pulled his truck over in the area so that he could start working for the day on his farm that's when they stopped gobbling and i don't know if they stuck together you know that that day or not you know from that point going forward they just quit gobbling so anyway that that day was a wash for me nothing real good happening there so that night John and Chip asked if I was going to go back over to the same area. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'll just go over there. You guys have birds over in this area. You know, you on the main farm, you just keep after them. And hopefully you guys will, you know, somebody will get one. So I get over to the 70 acres the next morning. And there's really nothing gobbling very close to me. I heard a turkey gobble probably 800 yards away mm. I dropped a pin on him just so I could measure the distance on where at least where I thought I heard him gobble from and he was right about 800 yards off and then I thought that I'd heard one gobble up close to the highway but again on the neighbor's property from where I was
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I, but I I just wasn't sure that he was on my side of the highway. He could very well have been across the highway. And not even if he was across the highway, there's a chance he was not even on the farm that we could hunt. He was on the neighboring farm. So I wasn't willing to go busting through the wheat field, walking in that direction without getting a good reading on this bird to figure out where he was. The problem is he's not gobbling very well. So I didn't want to really chance messing that up so I stayed on the back end of the wheat field right along the woods I was probably 20 yards in the woods and was sitting there and I hear some birds gobble off in the distance and I think okay that could be the two birds that were together yesterday morning so I start calling to them and they're answering and we're I'm gonna play a little bit of that portion of the hunt where you can hear some of the gobbling off in the distance. I'm not going to play much of it because it really, I'm not going to say it doesn't factor into the story because it does a little bit, but it's just not a major factor for me. So here's a little bit of the audio from birds gobbling on the neighbor's property. so
1: there there they are on the neighbor they are
0: (laughs) yep and it and it kind of feels like oh i don't know a tuesday during turkey season yeah you know groundhog day during turkey season and because i don't really have anything else going on as far as gobbling turkeys are concerned i'm Messing with these birds a little bit more than I normally would and yeah,
1: you got no other options. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah, no other options and really I kind of feel like maybe they're jakes. So, hmm. you know, they were off at a pretty good distance when they first yeah. started gobbling and then they started closing the distance and they started getting closer and closer and closer. And so I went right back to I would say within 20 yards of the tree that I was sitting on the morning before when the two birds were gobbling on the neighbor's property there and sat down and just calling a little bit calling to the what I think are jakes. Well as I'm messing with these jakes I hear a bird gobble back towards a highway where I heard one gobble at daylight and so I thought well that bird's still a pretty good ways off but it least it sounds like he's on my side of the highway so i haven't moved again still sitting there calling to these what i think are jakes and you know i'm hopeful that there's a tom with them but i don't know that Mm -hmm. so calling to them and listening off in the distance where i heard that tom gobble way off towards the highway and he gobbles again and he's closer well i think Hey, this may turn into something. I may, ha- I may end up having a hunt here after all. So I sit there, I'm waiting, calling a little bit, and all of a sudden. There it is. (laughs) I literally, not really, I almost literally crept in my pants. Gotcha. That turkey that was gobbling down by the highway, that gobbled one time a little bit closer, is now extremely close, as you heard. Oh, man. And he, when he gobbled, I did not pick up on the direction of where the gobble yeah. came from.
1: It's So and, startled.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm, I am, for all practical purposes, blind at this stage. But I know <laughs> that I have a turkey within shooting range. Wow. But I don't have a clue where he is. And, of yeah. course, when he gobbled, it startled me. So I jumped a little bit. mm so from here, I'm going to play the rest of this audio out and we'll catch up with you guys here in about three or four minutes.
1: Sweet. He's coming behind me.
0: i awesome. Lord oh my god What an insane hunt. So there you have it. I am sitting against this tree thinking that I heard the turkey gobble behind me. I have my neck turned about as far as I can get it to turn, which is not very far. And I am... Looking out of the corner of my eye about as far as I can look, thinking that turkey's going to come up from behind me when he's walking almost dead in front of me.
1: <laughs> right where he heard the calling.
0: <laughs> right where he heard the calling. <laughs> exactly.
1: You're looking and, behind you and he's looking around like, all right, I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so when I finally catch movement, of this turkey. He's going from my right to my left. (laughs) He is 12 yards from me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Because I've got my head and my eyes cut to my right as far as I can, trying to look behind me. And there he is right in front of me. I don't even know how I caught the movement. I, I have no clue because my eyes are cut. I mean, just as far as I can cut them to my right. And he's like directly in front of my body and out of really almost all the way out of my line of vision. Wow, that's wild. (laughs) And when I see him, it's like, oh, crap, I'm totally screwed. And he steps behind a bush. When he did, you know, I, I kind of, turned my head that direction and then he stepped behind a tree and when he stepped behind the tree i moved my gun over that way and he came out from behind the tree and that was it it was over Mm. but it was one of those hunts and i don't know if if you've ever had one like this i don't know if any of the listeners have had one like this but it was one of those hunts to where I almost didn't know that there was a hunt. I mean, that turkey <laughs> literally could have just continued walking, and I I would have missed an opportunity and never, never have known it.
1: That is crazy. And, and, it, and that's I, just wild.
0: I almost messed that hunt up so badly that after I shot, I just sat there <laughs> in the spot, and I did not move. And I darn near lost my my junk at that point. I dang near <laughs> lost my sanity at that point.
1: Just sitting there reevaluating.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like how how in the world did first of all the turkey not see me jump when he gobbled? Secondly, how did he not see me turn my head when he stepped behind that bush? And how in the world did I kill him at about 12 steps and he was clueless? He just, he was absolutely clueless that I was even in this world with him.
1: The stars aligned man. <laughs> every now and then that happens. And, and then
0: I did it. I didn't, I killed him. I did not screw that hunt up, Yeah. you know, and it, and it was one of those hunts to where I knew because of what was going on on the farm that we were hunting, I knew that my opportunities we're going to be limited at mm-hmm. best at yeah. best.
1: Yeah. You had to, it, you know, if you had screwed it up, that could have been it. You may be going back there another year.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so. just seriously almost lost my, my sanity there.
1: <laughs> well, for every one of those that happens, you, there's always the one where you don't move an inch or something and he sees you from 200 yards and runs off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do everything perfect, but you don't kill a turkey. Exactly. That was, you got one of those ones where you got paid back for a couple of those. Maybe
0: I'll take payback hunts, man. I'll take them all day. day.
1: I'll take something like that happens. And you just, you look at it like, man, I could have really screwed this up. I I did screw up, but still worked out. It's like, Hey, I'll take
0: it. Yeah. I was
1: here and I was, I was hunting. So I got it done. Yeah. But that's awesome, man. Well, congrats on that. Thank and you. I'm glad it, that's,
0: that's,
1: a, that's a crazy story. I, the way you put it, I can just picture it in my mind of you looking out over your shoulder like, all right, where is this joker? And then out of the corner of your eye, he's just walking right there. Yeah, he's right in front of me. Yeah, He's out there like, I'm here. Where are you?
0: Uh-huh.
1: All the calls I heard came from right here.
0: Right where that stump is sitting against that tree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I thought that stump looked like it was looking over its shoulder a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's looking at me. <laughs> yep.
0: And it turns out I was right. Opportunities were limited. Yankee John had an opportunity and missed. And actually, Yankee John had two opportunities and missed mm. both times. Man. And Chip never got an opportunity.
1: Man, Yankee John had the he had the missing bug last year. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be a dead eye this year though it just seems to come in waves when your confidence in your shooting starts wavering it just gets worse yeah so but yeah you're right i mean it, especially a moment like that where you knew kind of the situation of this this could be it you know and and you got close to to it not happening that's that's a good feeling when you go pick that bird up
0: it definitely is yeah and i'm i'm not Sure, obviously, because I couldn't really tell where the gobble even came from. But if I had to guess, I would say when he gobbled that last time, that he was 30 yards from me. <laughs> and I could not place the direction.
1: Well, you're not expecting it. it is, There's been so many times I've heard a turkey gobble just you know, random gobble, and it's like, oh, crap, where was that? You know, you're not tuned in sitting there thinking, all right, where's this next gobble going to come from, you
0: know? But it <laughs> hit 25 or 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I should be it's, able to tell you where that where that's coming from. He was but so
1: close, it just sounded all around you.
0: <laughs> it, it, it probably... You know, I, I'm sure he was doing the little ventriloquist act, you know, throwing his voice for me. But
1: yeah, he was doing the opposite. You know, you know, hunters will cast their calls. He was doing the same thing. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll gobble left and then run to the right. real quick. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And he almost, he almost used it and won.
0: It almost worked. But. It almost worked. Yeah, not but it enough. Was a heck of a hunt. I'm glad that I don't have to worry about going back to that state to hunt again because this particular farm was or is in prime turkey country for this state, mm. but it is still, I would say, the equivalent of turkey hunting in most of the state of Alabama. Yeah, it's, you know, population is just not real good.
1: Yeah, which not, not as bad happens, as other the,
0: places, you know. It's not Arkansas, yeah, but it's just it's not, not, a not
1: travel real good. to destination.
0: <laughs> no, no, and, it's one and I know states. where that
1: one is, and it's a pretty good ways from you, so it's it's not one you're wanting to fly to every year or something.
0: Absolutely not. It will not be a state that I go back to.
1: Yeah, yeah, there definitely are some of those. Yeah, that that don't plan to return to. So, but that's. Yeah. It's a good deal. You got it done. Got it well, you done. do have to go back. You got to go back once with, with Yankee John and Chip.
0: I've got to go back with Yankee John and Chip, but I don't have to worry about hunting. Yeah.
1: No no pressure on you. So. No. <laughs> you can go back and enjoy the good times. Yeah. yeah, no well, That's doubt. a good deal.
0: So, anyway, it was a fun experience and, like I said, just one of those that that state's got a green check mark by it and I could not be happier
1: Yep, yeah so. that's that's how we'll both feel with arkansas in 10 years
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten maybe years.
1: <laughs> maybe
0: i'm marking arkansas off the list this year
1: there you go i'm i'm in man go do it it's gonna happen do it you got close got close a couple times last time so Jeez.
0: so close <laughs> i could smell his breath last year yeah
1: he played that audio it's wild but yeah that's cool man well Congrats on the hunt. Thank you for sharing it with us and having the wherewithal to record.
0: Heck yeah. It's
1: freaking awesome getting to relive these hunts through you. Felt like I was sitting there with you looking over your your shoulder while he's walking in front of us.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, be. Well,
1: do you have a favor of the week for us? I, I gave one last week.
0: So here we are winding Down the last few days before Christmas. And my favor of the week is to get back in the groove. It's time to start practicing turkey calling. Mm -hmm. If you're deer hunting, it's a perfect opportunity because you're outside already. Run, start running your your turkey callers. Get some practice in. And as part of the preparation to get ready for turkey season, For turkey season coming up go ahead and make your arrangements to get to unicoi and to get to nashville it's going to be two events that you're not going to want to miss and you will be extremely thankful that you made it there this coming year so get that marked down on the calendar get your rooms booked and enjoy yourself make the most out of this coming season and it starts here in about three weeks in unicoi
1: heck yeah that's awesome yeah, and I, I would highly suggest getting Lovett Williams CDs, Real Turkeys 1 through 5, and you can Absolutely. practice your calling with that, and it will be a big asset to you. Yeah. I just I had CDs 1 and 2, and I just went ahead and bought the, the rest of the set. So I have the full set now. I'm going to listen to them. I like to play it, hear one of those hands on there, or a Jake, or whatever it is they call, and then I'll pause it, and I'll try to do it myself. It's yeah. a great asset.
0: And do what Larry Prophet says to do. Record yourself.
1: Yeah, from a distance.
0: From a distance. Get a microphone, connect it to your iPhone or Android, put it out in the woods 30 yards from you, and write down on a piece of paper, call number one, Eddie Salter XYZ diaphragm. Call number two, Bob Fulcher trough call. And run each one of those calls for... 30 seconds, run through your list, go back and listen to the audio. You will, I'm telling you, you're not going to take some of your good quality, wooden turkey calls like a box call or a slate Mm -hmm. call or something like that and throw it away. But you may take that call and put it up on a shelf and not actually take it to the woods this year after you listen to it from a distance. Or you may pull that one out that you bought 30 years ago. Because you're thinking, I've got all these other calls that I paid a lot more money for. And, you know, this little call that my buddy Jimmy gave me is good, but it's not great. You may run that and go, hey, this thing is great. Yeah, It's a heck of a call. And so you may, you, you'll be surprised at what you find, I will guarantee you. And you will take some diaphragm calls and throw them in the trash.
1: Absolutely.
0: Not saying they're bad calls, done that. and I'm not saying that pot call that you're going to put up on the shelf is a bad call. It just doesn't play right in your hands. Doesn't have
1: mm-hmm. it with you blowing it or using it, and that's just yep. part of the part of the deal. Everybody's different.
0: Yep, no doubt. That's a,
1: that's a good favor of the week. Do that, and hey, if you do your calling and want to get an opinion, send it to us on social media, and we'll tell you you you're terrible or you're good. So yeah, just send your recordings to us. We'll give you an honest opinion, but. I think that's about all we got for you guys this week. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. We know you have choices. and We're glad you spent your time with us on this podcast. We look forward to hosting you
0: again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review.